Hello and welcome to this week's episode of Say What You Mean. I'm Jeff. I'm Jake. And it's Jake! I made it back. Hey, real quick. Yeah? Uncross your arms. Okay. Positive body language. Oh, God. Shake it out. Shake it out. All right. Open your arms towards me. There we go. There you go. Stretch it out. Pop my back real quick. (laughs) Yeah, so just uh, just to catch you guys up on the timeline. So the episode that released Thursday when you guys heard my, um, my whole thing, uh, we had recorded that Monday. So I went into my impatient mon- Monday evening and I got out yesterday. We're today is Tuesday. Today is Tuesday yeah. as we're recording. The 26th. So I got out Monday the 25th. So I was in there for, for about a, for just, a, just out a week. And, uh, yeah, it was, it was a really, it was a really good, it was a really good experience. I, yeah. I appreciate, um, the people who reached out to me, uh, individually and, and, uh, gave me, Gave me positive vibes, and I really, really appreciate that. I responded to you when I when I could. I didn't have my cell phone. It was uh, it was a very, very intense uh, program. Mm-hmm. Like you were completely cut off from the outside world, which is what I needed. Uh, it was a, it was uh, it was it was difficult. It was really hard to be in there, being cut off completely from everybody, especially like nor- and under normal times. Like there's visitation hours when people can come visit you, but. Oh, but but with COVID, they weren't allowing. I was wondering that. But with, I was like, dude, I kind of want to go visit him. But then I didn't even think about the COVID. But I mm-hmm. thought maybe it's such a intense like program that they're not going to let visitors. But the COVID element is what it was. Yeah, they wouldn't let uh, visitors come in. So I didn't see anybody for a week. Holy crap. Yeah. And it was, um, you know, it was a it was a weird it was an interesting experience. Like I met a lot. I met a lot of very nice people. Most people in there were very, very nice. Mm-hmm. Um. Because I'm not a smoker, I guess I don't understand. But the the biggest gripe that people had in there was like the the rules for smoking, uh-huh. and it was like sometimes like watching grown grown people like lose their s over cigarettes was interesting to me. But I'm not not judging them. Like I said, I'm not a smoker, so <laughs> right. Like if if I was going through if because it was a it was also like it was for behavioral health. And then, um, like myself, but it was also a detox unit. So there's a lot of people coming down off of uh, different things. So uh, I can imagine a cigarette was probably like a lifeline for them right, at that for moment. Sure. A so little bit of normalcy, maybe. It was just a, it was definitely a, a a big a big shock to me to see a lot of that because I've never been around and I've never been around it in my life. Right. So, um, but when you get to talking to those people and both individually and in, in like some of our group therapy stuff. Mm-hmm. They didn't force you to go to them, which was nice. They let you go to them on your own time. And uh, they kept you busy, which was nice. Excuse and me. you did it? I went to um, as many as I, I went to as many as I could. Um, there was music and art therapy. Um, mm. There was mental health. There was a sober living one that I, I didn't, I didn't go to that. Yeah. I wasn't, that's, that's not really what I was there for, but for sure. um but it was really good. I had a, an amazing therapist. Um, the, the the one issue was like I got frustrated with early was that I thought that I was going to be meeting like individually with a therapist every single day. Oh. And because this is like a short term, mm-hmm. like short term, high intensity care, like you're not meeting with like you're not. There's really no time and they don't and it's not set up to have individual therapy. It's like but you are assigned a therapist that you, you do meet with for a little bit, but mm-hmm. it's not like a sit down one hour long, like therapy session. Right. So that was, 
weird because I needed to talk. Like, there's a lot of shit that I needed to talk about, <laughs> and I wanted to talk about it. Right. But I, eventually, I was able to work through it, and I, I gained a lot of skills. And the therapist that I did have, the the, the, the time that I spent with her was, um, I'll always cherish because she helped me in, in like, we probably over the entire week didn't talk from like talk individually for more than a half hour. Mm -hmm. But the, the amount of time that I was able to, especially in her classes, like her, she led like this, the mental wellness group was just absolutely amazing. And I learned so much from her and I really appreciated it because it was like a very, it's like a class, it was almost, almost like a classroom setting and understanding, um, you know, how thoughts leave to feelings, which leads to urges, which leads to action and like where to break that chain mm. and, you know, how to, and then skills to be able to break that chain. So like your thoughts are going to influence your feelings. So then like your feelings are valid based off of the thoughts that you have, but your, th but your thoughts are being, are being, your thoughts are coming from a lens and all of us are there for a reason, which means our lenses are like our lenses are broken or our lenses are fogged and we're not seeing things and mm. stuff in our past is influencing our thinking because we have these two core principles that formed early in our formative years of like, and she, she wrote it down. It's like, I must like, and this is subjective to every single person, but it's like, I must or else it's uh, like fill in the blank. I or, must blank or else blank. Yeah. Right. Or, and the second one is I can't blank or else blank. Oh. And it's like, so that, that is what informs our thinking, right. which then, so when we have feelings based off of those thoughts in any given situation, those are valid feelings based off our thoughts, but those thoughts may not be based in reality right. because of the lens that we're using to view that situation. And then it's like, then you get the urge to, to act in a certain way. Mm -hmm. For me, it's, it's a, it's a pattern, a specific pattern of behavior that mm -hmm. eventually leads me to wanting to end my life. And then the, so it's like when you get to those feelings or like, it doesn't have to be as, as dramatic as that. It's like the things that I do when I'm like, when I have my, like my anxiety attacks, like I, um, like I want, I don't have to get into all, I'm not going to get into all that, but there's, there's certain, those of you who have, if you've listened and you've experienced it, you know what I do. And, um, so like when I get the urge to do it, to do that kind of stuff, like I, it's putting, it's identifying that and being able to put, being able to, to have the tools to be able to, to go back to the thinking process right. and reframe my thinking so that the next, so the feelings I get off of that thought process are far more positive. So I don't have those urges to act on bad thoughts. Right. So it's, I can say all right. I can say all of yes, that, but yeah. I, but but it's it's believing it and practicing it, and it's so a completely retraining of the mind. It truly is of the way you think. Mm -hmm. It's a long road. It it really is, and um, yeah. I mean, it's. I mean, I woke up this morning and my anxiety was through the roof again. Right. And you know, being out is weird, and like you go from the super structured like. Every single hour of every single day, you were told what you were doing. Like you were escorted to the cafeteria, to and from the cafeteria. Everything was um, like you couldn't have like your outdoor breaks were scheduled. Your you couldn't have shoelaces. You couldn't have any sort of strings like in your in your jeans. You couldn't have belts. So like like I lost all like I've lost all of this weight due to like my like my anxiety and then depression I've experienced since 
um, since February. And so nothing like really fits me. So I was like walking around like with my pants, like falling off my ass like right. all week long. Everyone's like, and dude, that guy's <laughs> hard, man. He's a gangster. <laughs> you know, there was some, there were some hard people in there. Were there? You know, I bet. Yeah. Um, but, uh, yeah, I mean, it was just, uh, it was a, it was a great experience. How do you but feel now, about now that structure? Begins. It was hard at first. It's uh-huh. hard being told like, it's hard being told like this is what you're going to be doing. Right. When you're used to at uh, 29 years old, like doing the fuck you want. Yeah, I'm an adult. <laughs> this is America. Right. And then <laughs> and then being told like no, like yeah, this is the way it's going to be. You're going breakfast is at seven. Your Kay. ass is up at six thirty if Oof. you want to get the breakfast. Right. Um, lights out at ten. Mm-hmm. This is when you can use the phones to call out. Um, I mean that's pretty extreme structure. Yeah. But. How did you feel about the structure? It took me a while to get used to it, but then all of a sudden, it, then it became. Once it became routine, it felt better. Routine. Yeah, I'm just asking because I wonder how much routine benefits you, in, in a positive way. Yeah, you know, when we're doing undergrad, you were you had to be on campus at a certain time. You were there for a certain time. In between classes, we met up. We'd talk. We'd have lunch. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? There's yeah. or you go into work afterwards or whatever it is. You know. There's very much structured routine. And I mean, even now, even if you were to be like, no, I'm going to do a program where I'm on campus. It's like, no, they don't do that right yeah. now. Well, I mean, COVID has fucked everything. Everything, up. dude. It's insane. And it's just like, this is it's the worst time. It is the worst time. I mean, individually, like, yeah. I couldn't. It just amplifies everything. I know it does. And fuck, man. Like, I just... <laughs> I'm ready to not feel this way. For and, sure. you know, it's one of the things my therapist said, and we, you and I talked about the ways that I fill yeah. the void inside me. I'm not going to go into that. Um, but the, uh, but it's like filling something that's solid day to day. Right. Every, like this, it's, I need, instead of filling it with something that is malleable, that is changing, that's an ever moving target, that it is a moving goalpost. Mm-hmm. It's filling it with something that is, Every single day, it's the same. And, you know, I had, I had a, I, I'm, I don't know why I'm scared to, I don't know why I'm scared to admit this. It doesn't make any sense. Right. But I, dude, I prayed for the first time. Whoa. In, in such a long time. Mm -hmm. I, dude, I just, I, I said, I said, like, I was just like, God, give me, give me a direction. For sure. And, and show me signs. And I've just have keep, I, for the first time, have a voice in my head that has told me, like when I was in the shower, like for instance, I was in the shower this morning and I just was having a panic, like my panic, my anxiety dude was as bad as it was before going in. Like mm-hmm. it's the worst panic anxiety attack I've had in a week. And I was just like, I've got to do something. I've got to blank and not hurt myself. Right. Not, right, at that, right. not at that point. I'm beyond that, thankfully. But it's like I've got to blank or or blank blank yeah and in the um and I was like if I'm like I have to have that like I have to, I just I have to read like I I've got to do this I've got to do this and it was just like this I have this voice in my head now that is telling me no don't do that you're here for a reason. Mm-hmm. You're, you have to feel, this is something you have to feel because by feeling this, you're on the verge of something better. And I have to trust that. 
and as much as it hurts right now, dude, dude, and it hurts, like I am like this anxiety is awful and I am so ready to be rid of it. And I know, and it sucks. Like when you have anxiety and depression, it's not something that is just going to go away. Right. right. It's not something that you can just wish away. It's not something you can, you can beat. Um, it's, it's something that is going to live in me for the rest of my life. That's just what it is. It's managing it right. And learning how to manage it better. And medication is going to help with that. And I have, you know, I was prescribed medication and, um, but like, I just, I know that this is part of the, this pain is mm-hmm. part of the process Dude. and I have to find, I have to, I have to find solace in that. So I'm like, that's, Preach that's, where, it, that's, dude. Where that's where I'm at. I have some, I'll send you some, I'll send you a song that like through everything Jen and I have gone through. It's like, we always come back to this song and it's this chorus um, the song is Let It All Out by Reliant K, okay. who is a Christian band. Mm-hmm. But the chorus is, it's it's God speaking to you. Mm-hmm. So the chorus says, and you said, I know that this will hurt, but if I don't break your heart, then things will just get worse. If the burden seems too much to bear, remember, the end will justify the pain it took to get us there. It's insane how much, like, growing up, my mom would always be like, uh, just watching her, she'd always be like, you know, you can get through anything. Like, you can you can do anything. Like, you can get through this. Like, watching her as a single mom at some points just, like, manage three crazy kids who are all dealing with this reaction to this trauma in their life. Like, and then go to college at the same time mm-hmm. and work full time. I, you know, just seeing her do that, I'm like, dude, you can, I can literally do anything. Like if she can do this, I can do anything. And it was like, life just kind of was like, oh, you think so? Let's, let's see how much you can do. (laughs) Oh, you want children? Nah, not going to happen, dude. (laughs) So it's like now the struggle is different. It's, it's as intense or, 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 or similar, similarly intense, (laughs) but it always comes back to like this you know, this has to happen for a reason. It's so cliche and just dumb, but there's got to be a reason for this. Mm-hmm. There's a reason for the pain you're going through now. Whether that's at a certain point, you realize, holy crap, like I'm crushing it. We all have these goals. We all have these moments. We all have these traumas and trials and tribulations, but. I think you said something earlier before we started recording, but it's it's recognizing those those victories, what no matter how small. Mm-hmm. Um, and and I can say from this experience, there's been a lot of losses, yeah, <laughs> not victories. Mm-hmm. Um, so then you kind of have to adjust your thinking, and and approach the way that you're looking at your life. Stop measuring yourself. Change your measure. To everybody else, or 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 um, measuring it against against other people. Mm-hmm. I'm 33 years old. Most 33 years old, 33 year olds I know, or that I went to school with, have a family, have a house, have a career, and I have literally none of those. If I were to measure myself to them, and 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 I know if I were to say like Jake, 
like I suck, man. Like I don't have any of those things. I know you would be like, what the hell are you talking about? And yeah. you would point out all the positive things, right? Mm-hmm. Enough, <laughs> enough of life beating you down changes your thinking. I don't listen. I've, I've had rough roads that have changed the way that I've measured and changed the way that I've thought. Yeah. I don't measure myself to that anymore. Mm-hmm. It's just different. It's just yeah. a different road. And the, the road that I've taken has changed the way that I think and act and adjust. Right. And I think in the same way you can look at it like that for you, like whatever, whatever your measure is, you're going to have to adjust that measure. Definitely. Because there are times I know where you have said like, Oh, I don't feel like I'm supposed to be here. I don't belong here. I don't do this or whatever. For whatever reason you feel those ways. And I get that, but that's your measure Mm -hmm. and you have to change that measure. Um, at 33 years old, I don't have any of the things that are traditional and I'm going to become a parent in a non-traditional way, but that's okay. That's my path. It's not my measure against somebody else. It's Jeff. Here's Jeff's life and here's how Jeff's going to live it. Here's Jake's life. Here's how Jake's going to live it. It's going to suck. It's going to be hard sometimes, but there's always... I don't know, man. There's there's a strength in us that I think that you have to celebrate those little victories. Mm-hmm. You just spent a week in inpatient therapy, dude. That's fucking hardcore. And for you to open up and talk about it like you do here, you're talking about messages to you. Like my mom called me and was like, and she deals with depression and anxiety. She was like, Jake is amazing. Like, I'm so proud of him for talking about this because people need to talk about this. Uh, People are texting me. I'm like, don't text me. Text Jake. Message Jake. Like, let him know. It's just, I don't know. That's a victory. It is. It really is because there's a progress. There's an acknowledgement. Now let's move on and find another, another way, another way to grow, change and, and be better. It sucks now, but can only go up from here i would imagine uh yeah <laughs> <laughs> right yeah right definitely i just want to say really quickly as, l- as long as i don't relapse <laughs> right um i just want to say real quickly like i i alluded to this last week about what jen and i were going to do and then when she listened to the episode she's like why didn't you just say it and i was like oh i don't know and she's like just say it i was like okay are you, are you gonna say it i guess all right dude i'm so excited <laughs> your eyes your whole demeanor just changed when i brought well, dude, this up like I, you got yeah, hyped because i love you guys yeah like and i'm so excited for you so yes that brings okay me joy, i love so, it all right okay so jen and i have decided to become foster parents i'm so happy um we are moving into a house in the next month or two and we have been prepping for that and buying stuff we're going to choose an age range you know be open to an age range from zero to four mm-hmm. um and we have done an insane amount of research just uh, every weekend we watch live streams with um foster parents just on social media and th- there's one foster mom who just hosts like she did this whole episode two weeks ago about just single people fostering Mm -hmm. and had all these single people come on the show and talk about their experiences. Then she did foster 
parents who used to be foster kids yeah. and talk about their experience. And she has all kinds of people, men, women, uh, different ethnicities and races, like come and talk about their experience of being in the foster care system. Mm-hmm. Now, Jen and I have, we're already like, we're not officially licensed, but we've done all the necessary things. We still have to go through the final, once we move, that'll be the, we have to go through a process at the new place to finalize the, the, um, licensing yeah but we're there we're ready it's scary as hell it's scary as hell i can only imagine um but what i've what i've learned from these other people talking about their experiences you know it's so many times people are talking about uh and you it's one of those things you hear all the time like aren't you aren't you afraid of getting attached and it's like you know everyone in the community is like Mm -hmm. yeah but we should be attached we should get attached because we might be the only attachment that these kids ever experience. Yeah. And maybe for that, whether no matter how long that window is, mm-hmm. change their life enough, make a little impact enough to maybe, oh my gosh, because there's, there's stories of like kids who never learn to attach. Sure. And if we're foster parents who we push away and avoid attaching, yeah, that's not teaching that child anything. No. So, I guess we're going for it, dude. I am. I, <laughs> I don't mean I, that in like a sarcastic way. I, I, we I, are going for it. Yeah, I know. I know exactly what you mean, man. And like when you 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 told me uh, you told me that over over Xbox Live, um, we were playing Warzone, and uh, you had me. It was, which is a very boring game, by the way. Oh, but stop the, it. <laughs> no, I I when you guys told me that, I just was like it. It hadn't like I hadn't like. It came. I'm. I'm not gonna say a shock because, but it just wasn't something that I had ever, like nothing. I had something that had never crossed my path. But when you said it, it was right. like, like there was like a in my mind. I was like, makes so much sense for them. Yeah. And I'm so happy for you guys that you're you're choosing that path because, like I've said a million times, like you guys have so much love to give, and I just your fo- your future foster kids are going to be so so lucky mm-hmm. to have you and Jen in their lives and gosh i just i'm just so so happy for you guys and and i get to be i get to be uncle jake right and i get to be cool and i get to come over and hang out with them and it'll be the first time you get to be cool that's true <laughs> that's true <laughs> no that's true i can't um, wait because there's so many positive people in my in our lives that you constantly hear people talk about their experiences and like, you cannot do this alone. And we know we can't do it alone, but just this has revealed kind of a lot of like who really has our back Mm -hmm. in this, you being one of them, just like, you're like, I don't care. I'm all in on you guys. Like, let's do this. Mm -hmm. And, and it's, there've been a few people who have said that to us and it's like, okay, like this could get hard and this could suck. But I know that Jake's going to be there. I know that Anna's going to be there. I know that Natalie and Brandon are going to be there. Like these are people. And I'm not excluding people on purpose. I'm yes, okay, CJ, Matt, Mike. I know you all will be there also. <laughs> but I'm just saying, like, these are people I know that are going to be all in. And, um, you know, my family, the family has stepped mm-hmm. up big time. A lot of, you know, I spoke to a lot of you this last weekend, and I can tell. There's like joy, like the joy I saw in you when I was like, you're like, you're going to do it now. Like that's, that's a beautiful joy. And and I had a conversation with my brother-in-law uh, last week and I was like, this is going to be fun. And he was like, 
fun? And I was like, why did I just say fun? Why did I use that word? Then that got me reflecting everything I've done so far to this point. Yeah. Has not been fun. My journey to try to become a father has not been fun. Going through IVF, watching them, just watching me stick needles in my wife to give her hormones so that she can get her eggs prepared to then be extracted to then I have to go in a room and sorry to be this transparent, but jerk off alone in a room so that they can take my sample, then mix it with the kid and then try prior to that. We tried, uh, uh, I can't remember the term, but where they inseminate her to hope that that would work. And she just with the endo and everything, it was so painful for her to do that. And I had to go in that creepy room by myself then they had to take my my guys and then try to put them in her, and it was so painful, and it hurt her, and it's just it's been four years of not fun. It's not been fun, and it's been hard and sad and depressing. Um, but now, because there's hope of maybe maybe they won't be our kids, but we'll be able to give love to kids. Mm-hmm. To, to share this abundance of love that we have. And, and, and I love to like get down on the level with kids and play. I love to play, right? Mm-hmm. I love to teach. I love to learn. I love to just, just be interactive that way. Now I have an opportunity to do that. Yeah. In a way that is not torturous and sticking my wife with hormones and, and being in a room alone <laughs> and, <laughs> Just these terrible, this terrible path to get here has not been fun. But for the first time, I feel like this could, this could be fun. I'm excited for this. Like, let's, let's let this be fun. It's not going to be easy by any means. Oh God, it's not going to be easy. And it's going to be super hard. And I'm sure we are going to get connected with kids. And and the goal is to always to get those kids back to their parents and have a normal life. Yeah. And that's going to be hard, but it'll be good. It's good. It's goodness. It's fun. It's, I don't know. It's been hard. It sucks. Mm-hmm. But for the first time, I feel like, like, let's have fun. Dude, that excitement, the excitement I hear in your voice is so, is so good to hear. Yeah. And it, and it, and it makes me happy to hear. Yeah. So, oh my gosh. I just, I really am. So I'm terrified. Excited. I oh, want people oh, to know I'm terrified. Oh, I can imagine. I can imagine. <laughs> like, dude, it's huge. Like, but I, I, I can do it. I mean, I can only imagine because there's no way I can know. Right. And right. Um, like, like, there's no way that I can know what all of you, what you have been through, what you and Jen have been through. But I mean, I've, I've been an outside observer, right? Watching it, at least in my, at least in my limited view, mm-hmm. and. Dude, I just I'm happy. I mean, I'm I'm happy that you guys have chosen this and I'm excited to see what becomes of it because I think it's going to be really really good. And yeah, I I just I want to and I want and I want to and I am so thankful that I can be I can be in some way a part of it too. So Uh me too. Yeah. Absolutely me too. And I keep saying this, I'm built for this. Like that 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 road mm-hmm. that sucked. Yeah built me for this though that heartache has built me for this mm-hmm. i have gone through hell for this yeah that is the reason mm-hmm. so when i look back i'm like why the hell has this been so hard why me 
Yeah. Why? Why? Yeah. Why is this happening to us? This is why. To get us ready for this. We never would have got to this point without that road. We never would have done that. And maybe we never will have children that are ours that we adopt. Maybe never. But at least we'll have an opportunity to make a difference mm-hmm. and spend time with kids and change, hopefully change lives, if not impact in the smallest way, one way or another. Yeah. We'll see. We'll see. Let's party. Let's party. <laughs> <laughs> okay, dude. Well, that was... Uh, Life that is was fucking crazy. It is insane. With a hard F there, dude. <laughs> yeah. Um, it feels good, though, to, to talk about it. I think talking about it allows you to allows you to face it right um and that's the first step in in um in change so thank you guys yeah thank you guys all for uh letting uh letting me over the last two weeks get really real um and talk about talk about my issues it uh it has been very therapeutic and um i hope that if there's anybody out there who struggles with depression and anxiety that in some way, shape or form, uh, this, my experience has helped you in some way. Mm-hmm. I would love to hear it. Uh, also if you're struggling in anything and you, you want some advice or you are scared about what the process takes, like I'm open to talk to anybody about it in a confidential manner. Like, um, so please feel free to reach out to me you know, at, at any point. Um, um, I, I've, I, one thing I did when, I mean, when you're bored and you're sitting there and, and, uh, in uh, an impatient, I just started asking questions. Like I was asking questions to all of the, the, the PCAs, which is like the, the, um, patient care advocates, the nurses, the therapists, like what are like the different levels of care and like, what is the whole structure and how is it, how does it work? And I got so much really, really good information about you're so the lov- funny the dude. level of care and like <laughs> what each like what each level is and the yes. differences and like what the acronyms mean like i wanted to know all of that so i got all that information right so, so um i'm not an expert by any means but if if you're thinking that you need professional help um and you want someone who sh- has shared some of your experiences and some knows some of the feelings um please 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 reach out i, I would i would love the opportunity to help in some way so you crack me up, dude. Why? I was anal- I was analyzing this when we did the music episode also. You just are just so just so analytical you are. Like like you're just like, okay, I want to know everything I can about this. Like, what's up? Tell me it all. Right? <laughs> like why? <laughs> but even 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 with the uh, what's that crappy band you like? Def Leppard. Yes, Def Leppard. <laughs> 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 Don't worry, mine's he is legend. Um but even during that episode when we're talking about like this is the band that just like changed my life, we're like, cool, tell us about it. And then you tell us just facts about the band. Like you talked a little bit about like a memory tied to the band, but mm. otherwise you're just like, This is the year they started, and then they didn't do this album because <laughs> they were waiting for the drummer. It's just facts. Like that's uh That's Jake Jokum in a nutshell. Yes, it is. I was laughing. I was like, dude, this guy is hilarious. I love it. Anyways, one thing I want to tell you, mm-hmm. you're built for this. Thank you. And you may not feel it now, but you're you're building. You're building on what is already there. Mm-hmm. And one day you're going to look back and you're going to run into it uh uh you're going to you're going to hit a wall and you're going to be like, "How the hell do I get over this?" And you're going to remember, "Oh yeah, I'm built for this." Like I I've, I've been doing this. Like I got this. I think the hardest times are always 
they're always there to build us up. Yeah. Like it sucks. But next time you hit a wall, it might be a little smaller and it'll be nothing to get over because yes. you've gone over this one. Yeah. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So keep going. Keep building. Uh, While you were out for this week, I was like, oh, I got to text Jake this. Oh, he doesn't have his phone. <laughs> oh, my God. I got to text Jake this. <sighs> he doesn't have his phone. <laughs> I did get the one that you did message mm-hmm. me. Um, my parents relayed the message, so that was really well received. Thank you. Yeah, of course. Well, I was just like, at one point, I was like, you know what? Screw it, dude. I'm just going to message him. I want him to know that this sucks for me too, Jake. <laughs> I want to talk to you about the world, and you're not here for me. I know. Um, But yeah, I was just like, holy crap, this is what's happening. Holy crap. Jake, what do you think about this? Oh, Jake. Oh, God. Jake, <laughs> hey, Jake, you want to play Call of Duty? Oh, you can't. I'm so, down, yeah. I'm down to play now. Yeah, obviously, we're going to play. But dude, I went, dude, I sat down. It's because you played with me, and you're like, oh, yeah, I forgot how cool it is to play video games with Jeff because yeah. you haven't done it for three years. I don't know. It was a lot of fun. It hasn't been three. <laughs> it's, it's been, been a like it's been a year a or two, it, dude. Yeah, it has been a while. It's two Call of Duties ago. Two Call of Duties ago, yeah. I'm wearing a Phoenix Sun shirt. Yeah, you are. And a blazer hat. <laughs> what a conundrum. Um, I don't know. what What's it like coming back into the world? Dude, it's weird, man. Like, so I, I, I walk out. Okay. And I'm ready to, I'm like, ah, I'm ready to face the world. And then I, I, I got to my house mm-hmm. and I'm like, I can shower with my own stuff. Yeah. I. You can smell like Jake. I can smell like Jake. And mm-hmm. uh, I'm like, I can drive. So I was like, I want to drive. Mm-hmm. So I just got in my car and I started driving. Okay. And then I was like, it feels good to drive. I wanted to listen to the the hardest the hardest thing. Uh huh. Not being able to listen to music. Yeah, I would imagine. And cause, especially because that's been so re- you've been relied on that so much lately. Yeah. So they it just was, won't let you listen to music. No. So the only time I was that's able to weird. listen to music was during physical. Like, um, was like, so I got to listen to music. Two occasions. Your choice of music. My choice of music. Okay. So one was like um, was in like was in a uh, adjunct what they call an adjunctive therapy group. So that can either be music, um, like some sort of like positive affirmation building mm-hmm. thing where you just like you talk about your feelings. Um, you do like some art stuff, or it could be like actual art. And so I was in this one, and they're like, do you, and then the, the therapist was like, do you want anybody want to listen to music? Anybody have any sort of um, any sort of uh, like um any any recommendations and i was like can we listen to like because they're very they're very Death str- leopard they're very strict on what you can play <laughs> and they're like um i was like can we play the piano guys and i was like and so she played one of the piano guy songs and mm-hmm. everybody really liked that so that was cool to like introduce people to, right. to, that, to that music and then it's um, like our music episodes yeah, exactly uh so that was cool and then i uh and then during they allowed you to go to the fitness room mm-hmm but because I would, they only allow you to have, because I packed like clothes for seven days. Okay. I packed all sorts of basketball shorts. I packed all this, all this kind of stuff, but they only allow you to have two outfits. Okay. So all the rest of my clothes didn't make it in. So I didn't want to get like super sweaty every single day oh. and then not having to being able to like, and then having no clothes to wear. Right. So until my, so my parents, I, I like, I was like, I kind of scanned the system. I was like, Hey mom, can you come drop me off some extra clothes? So I ended up being able to get. I ended up being able to get more clothes than I was supposed okay. to have. So once that happened, I started going to the I started going to the fitness room, right? Which is like a half hour. You get like a half hour, and uh, 
I was just on the elliptical and they let you play music in there. So mm-hmm. I got to listen to uh, Joshua uh, Hislop because um, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. there was a there's a woman I met in there and I, she really liked folk music. And so we I was like, I was like, when we get to, when we get because she was the only one that would come to fitness with fitness, fitness time with me. And uh, she was just so anyway, the. So I was like, "Hey, well, next time we're in, the, next time in the fitness room, I'll have him play one of the songs from him." And mm-hmm. so that that was that was cool. Um, really long-winded answer for you saying love that I introducing music to people. I do. That's interesting. I really do. And one of the cool things is like, so a couple of the music therapists. I'm sorry, were, I hate Def Leppard. It's fine. You don't I like have, his slop or whatever his name is. I'm sorry, I hate he is legend. Well, you should be. <laughs> <laughs> uh, different tastes. Music music sure. is subjective. You like what you like. Um, nothing wrong with that. But the uh, one of the, some of the cool stuff was like the, there was two two women therapists that would come in that had guitars and they could they could sing so well oh. and and they would they had like whole lists of music that you could choose from and mm-hmm. then they would give you like lyrics that you could sing along with if you wanted. to. Wait, they would play it and they would play it. Oh. Dude, it was really really good. Like she did this, this one did like everything. She did like Here Comes the Sun by the Beatles. Mm-hmm, gross. Um, have you uh, have you ever seen the rain by? Uh, CCR. I love CCR. Mm-hmm. Um, like I asked for "Somewhere Over the Rainbow" uh, Great song. by Israel Kamakamila. Oh no, the, Judy the, Garland. Okay, so I like the Hawaiian <laughs> version of it better. Um, I have a really positive memory of that song. Right, I love Wizard of Oz. By the way, do you? I love it. Okay, it's my mom's favorite movie. Okay, but I love that movie. Yeah, it's a good movie. Um. But anyway, yeah. So, so music, was, you're so, jamming out. So yeah, I'm in my car. I'm driving down the freeway. I put on music. Um, I put on. What the hell did I put on? He is legend. No, I put on Simple Plan. Oh, I was listening to okay. Simple. I was listening to Simple Plan. Not not the um, not uh, perfect. Like yeah. I'm sorry, I can't be perfect. Yeah, no, not that. I was. Yeah. Um, They're good live though. They are they? Have you yeah. seen them? Come on. Of course you have. <laughs> uh, so I listen to that. I listen to uh, I Do Anything and yep. then yep. Uh, Welcome to My Life. Mark Hoppus is on that one. Oh, oh really? Mm-hmm. Okay. Blink, yeah. Hmm. I didn't know that. He sings in the bridge. Come on, dude. Listen. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. All right. Mm-hmm. Okay. I'll have to go back and listen to, for that. Um, so then I, I went. I just found myself driving to Fisherman's. <laughs> okay. <laughs> of all places, I was like, I need to see some familiar faces. Did you go to Oregon City? No, I went to okay. uh, Delta Park, my home, my home base. And right. I was like, I just need to see familiar faces. Yeah. So for I went sure. in, um, talked to a couple of people there. Uh, John, my manager, who knows kind of what was going on. Right. Filled him in. Um, I don't know when I'm going to go back to work at the moment, but right. uh, that's cool that it's there, though. Yeah, they were. You know that as Man, much as I've as much as I've complained about that 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 job, my dad texts the owner and um wow and he knows because when I went in and um and he was just like you know whatever because he knows the family the owner right. does oh, okay my family and uh and he was like whatever whatever Jake needs we're gonna we'll extend his um we'll extend his his uh his coverage for as long as it takes Wow! and his job is here. Should, that's amazing. Should he want it again at whatever point he wants it? So I'm just like, wow. Yeah. That's Thank huge. you. As much as I have complained about them and everything and talked about how much like I hated it and I wanted <laughs> to move on and I felt like they weren't there for me. They never appreciated me. 
in my low, like at the point where I really needed them, they came through for me. So I thank you. Yeah, that's awesome. <laughs> I was thinking about that when you're talking about, uh, uh, like, after Safeway, you're just like, you text the owner and the manager, mm-hmm. and they're both like, dude, we got something for you if you need it. Like, yeah, just casually texting the owner. No, it's nice that it's a, it's a, um, it is, it's a, it's a small, how many stores? Three. Oh, wow. Okay. Dude, you should be running that bitch right now. <laughs> um, okay. Music, driving. Did you check the news at all? Um, what is the first news you're looking at? Like, what do you want to know? Is there anything? Sports. Okay. I went and looked at had anything happened with the Jets mm-hmm. since I had. Uh, and any, obviously, there's nothing going on with the Blazers. Um, until today. Until today, Dame said he wasn't going to play. There's no playoffs or something like that. <laughs> yeah, Scotty Pippen. <laughs> Dame is not Scotty Pippen. <laughs> <laughs> um. But the yeah, so I went and looked at the Jets. Um, okay. And then I caught some snippets about. I do. I tried reading, and I'm just. I got halfway through an article about how Trump tweeted how Obama's H1N1 response in 2009, mm-hmm. and he's just going full whataboutism. Yeah. And I'm just like, I'm so fucking done. Yeah. Just done with this guy, man. He's I just saw like, a guy on fa- on Fox News who just destroyed. Trump in like 60 seconds mm-hmm. was just like this Obamagate they're they're complaining about him investigating the Russian interference and Flynn mm-hmm. right yeah but all this administration has done is talk about their ability and power at the executive level to do that so what are you talking about? Yeah. This that's is a good point. That's an amazing point. I had never thought of that. That's all this administration has been doing for three years. Mm-hmm. And now they're going to point at Obama and say, whoa, 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 what are you doing? Uh, he, he was doing exactly what you've been arguing for. Dude, him and Jeff Sessions got into it. Did you hear about that? Trump and Sessions? Yes. No, about what? What? Dude, Dude oh I my God. You, it's I, so I amazing. Out, I got out yesterday midday and then... I guess that's pretty pretty recent. But dude, oh, it's so good. I got to find it. Um, it's so good. So good. Anyways, isn't that a great point? It's a very good point. The The, the only issue then is is that if you're if you end up... Like if you agree with Obama investigating Flynn, does that then leave you open to then having to accept that Trump has more latitude with executive? For sure. Yeah. So, or, I mean, I guess, or you can take it, you don't have to take it black and white. You can take it case by case, but that's way too much nuance for most people. For sure. For sure. But still, there's an obvious contradiction. There's a huge contradiction. And I guess you can just leave it. You can leave it at that point. Um, I don't know enough about it to really speak, but I like if you don't agree, I don't see how you don't agree that Flynn, like everything Flynn was doing required an investigation. Mm-hmm. Like if you turned a blind eye to that, you wouldn't be doing your job. Yeah. The Justice Department would, what was the Justice Department for if not to investigate that? And the, 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 the biggest thing was like Trump could have pardoned Flynn mm-hmm. and that would have been well within his executive right to do so 
but the fact that he is used he's he's he instead he used the Flynn case to weaponize and weaponize and basically erode the Justice Department into getting them to drop the charges that in itself right is far more dangerous than 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 just using his uh, presidential pardon yeah for sure if he just used his pardon it's there's no constitutionality different mm-hmm, like, mm-hmm. there's there, there's obviously there's a little worry about what he you know he's using it to pardon his friends but presidents have used pardons liberally forever but the fact that he's used the the justice department in this way yeah to, to pressure them into dropping charges dropping charges that is far more worrisome than a pardon. That's a great point. Yeah. Gross. Gross. Um, so Donald Trump tweets, three years ago, after Jeff Sessions recused himself, the fraudulent the fraudulent Mueller scam began. Al- Alabama, do not trust Jeff Sessions. He let our country down. That's why I endorsed Coach T- Tommy Tuberville um, and then put his... Twitter handle the true supporter of the our MAGA agenda. Tuberville, oh my Tuberville? god, Tuberville, Okay, the true supporter of our MAGA agenda. Sessions tweets back, says, "Look, I know you're angry, but recusal uh, recusal was required by law. I did my duty, and your damn fortune and I did." It protected the rule of law and resulted in your exoneration. Your personal feelings don't dictate who Alabama picks as their senator. The people of Alabama do. Wow. Wow. Drama. Dude, I feel that like... That party. Yeah. That's what I was going to say. That party. Mm-hmm. Done. It's done. It doesn't exist anymore. I mean, they're literally, well, does it? I don't know. I feel like I've, I've. What does it stand for? Well, that's a great question. But if you're going to have an institution, you have to have norms. You have to have, you have to have some sort of rally. You sat there. There has to be some sort of core principles, some operating ideology. Right. And it doesn't have one. Yeah. At least the Democratic Party, obviously there's schism there. Right. There's a different, like there's differing opinions, but you can definitely tell what a, what, the Democratic Party, at least to at the macro level, what it stands for. Right. What on earth does the Republican Party stand for at this point? Is it Trump? Mm. But can but then can a party be a person, an individual person? Oh, isn't that no? No. So no. the party's dead. Yeah. That party doesn't exist. It's in name only, which is ironic because that's the very label that they that they claimed all of us who refused to get onto the, the Trump train right. were rhinos, Republican in name only. Now the party is literally Republican in name only. Oh, that's an acronym. Yeah. Oh, I didn't know that. You really? Yeah. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah. It took me a while to get that. Okay. Too. Until someone pointed it out Republican in name only. Mm-hmm. What yeah, does that mean? That means that you call yourself a Republican, but you, you're not actually a Republican. Yeah, I feel like there's been a shift towards identifying as Republican and calling yourself a conservative. But Definitely. Right? Yeah. Well, because the Republican Party has, 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 at least for the last few decades, at least since Reagan, been associated with, with a conservative, a conservative, um, conservative agenda. Right. But you know how much I hate the term conservative and liberal in terms yeah. of its modern use because it it doesn't mean 
what it it doesn't mean what people think it means. Yeah, I don't think that means like, what you think it conservatism means. Conservatism is not an ideology. It's a disposition. Right. And we're all we're all liberal. Yeah. I've I've been watching a lot of like these um protests for places to open or or protests against like companies that are forcing you to wear masks. Um and there's this there's this one instance where this woman was like filming trying to go in a grocery store and they're like, yo, hold up. You can't come in here without a mask. And she's like, well, I actually have a health condition that prevents me from wearing a mask. And they're like, all right, cool. Uh, we can do your, our, our, we can do the shopping for you. And then she's like, well, how am I going to pay? And they're like, well, just give us your card and we'll run it. And she's like, I'm not giving you my private credit card information. And then he was like, well, I can't let you in then. And she's like, oh, you're discriminating against me. I'm going to sue you. It's like, the guy's like, okay, like <laughs> call our corporate offices. That's, that's the example I want to lead off on. Remember when that bakery didn't want to build, make that cake for those, that gay couple. Mm-hmm. And that, I mean, there's so it's so, so nuanced since yeah. then. And there's been different things that happened with it, but there were so many people mm-hmm. that were like, this is that company and business is right to refuse to, to bake a cake for them. Yeah. That how does that not translate into letting you or requiring a mask? Yeah, well, because people have ideolog people plant their flags, their ideological flags on a hill when it suits them. Yeah, that hill is very it moves. <laughs> yeah, moving goalposts. Yeah, it's the most frustrating fucking thing on the planet. It, and it's it, everywhere. It's everywhere. It's so annoying. Listen, I I I'm a cynic. You know that. Mm-hmm. I question big business being open and little businesses suffering through this. I don't. It, it it just doesn't make sense to me. Yeah. And so some of some of the arguments being made being made by some of these people, I I, I identify with those arguments. Mm-hmm. I'm not gonna go and protest their their you know what I mean? Like yeah. we all we have to we have to all be in this at some level mm-hmm. together. Yeah. If we aren't gonna cooperate, if the government's not gonna cooperate, we have to cooperate in some way. So I, I don't know. Just have some level of sympathy empathy for the person next to you yeah and understand like your act it just i don't know if we were so we we're just we're so we're our culture is very selfish <laughs> so selfish <laughs> and it's it, it's the thought that it's the, the thought that the, for i'm not going to say most i think for a lot of americans okay uh, native like people who were born here who grew up in America okay. have this, it doesn't even register in their minds that their actions directly affect other people that they don't even know. Right. Dude, Florida this last weekend, Alabama this mm-hmm. last weekend, beaches packed. It's just people everywhere, not a mask in sight. Yeah. And they're interviewing people and the guy's like, Hey, why aren't you wearing a mask? He's like, nah, well, He's like, my wife and children do, but I don't. Well, don't you know that the masks are to protect other people, like your wife and children? Eh, nah. One guy was like, we're all going to get sick with something, man. Someday. Another guy was like, dude, I'm young. I can. The survival rates are cra- crazy. I'll be fine. Yeah. yeah, you might be fine, dude. It's just this selfish way of thinking. Well, you hear it all the time. It's like, well, we're going to close the economy down to save like 2% of the population. Okay, well quantify two percent of the population yeah it's a fuck ton of people yeah um secondly 
Are you cool with your your grandma being one that gets sacrificed? Right. You cool with your your parents being the one that gets sacrificed? It's really easy when that two percent is a faceless number. Yes. Yes. When that number is your family or friend, mm-hmm. then I guarantee your opinion shifts and changes. Well, same way with that woman with the mask. And that woman with the gun. Yeah. <laughs> and the cake. Yep. It's just moving goalposts. Yep. I mean, listen, I know that things... And that's the, I think that's what that ethics course taught me. is like, is this right or is this wrong? Well, every case is a little different. Mm-hmm. You can't definitively say that... This is always right or this is always wrong. Like, I mean, obviously there are some things that that we could argue for, that I could argue for, that maybe you wouldn't argue mm-hmm. for. That's the thing, though, is just looking at things differently. So, I, I don't know. If you're just going to stand by something or say something, this goes back to last week. Just recognize that, like, when you're being challenged in the way that you're thinking. Yeah. Oh, 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 I guess I did always argue for this cake place to have the right to deny service Mm -hmm. but if it affects me that doesn't apply yeah but they don't that doesn't register it's insane how how does that not register prejudice maybe dude i don't know you gotta watch the video because prejudice prejudice about maybe not maybe maybe not for everybody yeah I, i do think that for some it does play in that, in that, it's well, well. Who's the cake being made for? Right, a gay couple. Yeah, gross. <laughs> <laughs> right, like that's how they think. Like, ew, I don't, I don't like that lifestyle. And they should, they should, they should be able to well, choose. It's it. the only way that anybody was able, like how Christians were able to justify slavery. Right, thinking that someone is less than, uh, less deserving. Right, than them. Or, so, or so so say biologically different. So, so say yeah. So say somebody wants a cake made for them, but they're being discriminated against. Right. They're like, well, I'm deserving of that, but then they'll still argue that a gay couple can't have a cake be made. Why? Because, well, in their minds, for whatever creed or whatever right. belief system is in their own head individually, even though that's not a Christian te- like it's not Christian doctrine right. to discriminate like that. But they'll use that as a tool to discriminate, right. and that's how they justify people being less than. Yeah, it's all, like, it's and it is rooted. It's rooted in discrimination. It's rooted people in people with blonde hair. Gross. I'm not going to bake cakes for people with blonde hair now. Yeah. Is there any difference? I mean, no. We, we wouldn't. We wouldn't see it as a. <laughs> that's difference, what I'm saying. But- I don't know, dude. It's stupid. Like, if this lady really does have medical issues, right? Yeah. Go somewhere else. Or bring cash back. Oh, I didn't even think about that. That's a great point. If you don't want your secret card information revealed, use cash. But I guarantee—I mean, I don't know her, but she probably uses Am pays on Amazon. She like. What do you mean? Oh yeah. She yeah. probably puts her card into machines all oh, the time. Oh yeah, and she, I'm sure she has her. Uh, every app on her phone is allowing her to the location permission and all that stuff. Your microphone is available on every app. Your camera is available on every app. Oh yeah. Can only assume, (laughs) but I'm assuming, and I feel like I'm pretty accurate on this, that she, the reason why the card was, it was, she was being a stick in the mud about the card is because she was mad about the mask. She was just being a troll. She wanted to be a martyr. You could just, yeah. Oh Yeah. And, like, the guy wiping down the carts was wearing a mask, and he was, like, dancing while he was wiping down the carts. And he was trolling her by just, like, 
living life, right? She's making this video because then she's like, I don't remember the store's name. Let's say it was Jake's, right? Mm-hmm. She's like, don't shop at Jake's because they discriminate for people who can't wear a mask. And then she like pans over to the guy wiping down the carts with sanitizer. And he's just like bopping while he's doing it. And she's like, you look happy. And he goes, of course I am. And she's like, why are you so happy? And he's like, normally I'm a bartender, but this place gave me a job. This company is amazing. So it's like her whole point of the video was to like crap on this store. And then she pans over and then shows this dude who like has an opportunity because of this place. Yeah. Oh, it was great. Mm -hmm. It was great. Yeah. That's what the Internet's best for. People are great. People are great. But some suck. Some do suck. And I think a lot of time, like you and I always talk about so much about the Internet and like how it's such a gross place. But. There, there's a lot of good that you can find on that internet. Oh, definitely. And uh, just as an example, like just through this, through this, through this journey towards uh, foster care, like there's or or Jen's journey or or getting through this endometriosis, like yeah. women is women connecting with one another and giving each other resources, and then with the foster care, having other families be like, dude, like here's some misconceptions, here's some realities, here's here's what we have found that works, and like that's beautiful in the internet. Mm-hmm. That is, I mean, and and it, there's so much knowledge there. Like, if you have a question, it's there. Yeah, you, it's right there. Yeah, you don't have to just m- make shit up. No, <sighs> I don't know. In the end, the internet is beautiful. It's a beautiful place. <laughs> <laughs> it can be. It, it really can be. can be. Well, it's like all of humanity. Humanity yeah. is humanity is beautiful. Um, life is life is beautiful. But I mean. There is, I mean, there is, there is a crappy side to it. We are all, I mean, we are all flawed. Yeah. But man, it's, it, uh, yeah, just the whole, the whole, this COVID thing has shown a light mm-hmm. on so many culture things. and society and people. Yeah. And, uh, like they're like another, this is another example. There's so much beauty in in watching humans step up mm-hmm. during this time yeah but the nasty is nasty yeah it's a big um dichotomy and it's definitely there's definitely a, a big line that's being drawn and i think i was talking i was talking to my parents about this yesterday mm-hmm. just i don't know if there's going to be a single politician that comes out of this that looks good oh F- from it doesn't matter what the party is it's just i feel like there's so much there's so in almost every decision being Mm -hmm. made about this at every level there is political at some level at some part some percentage of the decision making Mm -hmm. is political for sure for sure and it it's like the inconsistency. It's like every every red every red state controlled by a Republican governor mm-hmm. opened up as soon as Trump said open up. Right. Why? Not because it had anything to do with science or had anything to do with the people that they were they were elected to govern, but because of their their loyalty to a party that doesn't even exist anymore. Right. Their loyalty to a man who is a man. Yeah. Because they were worried about whatever the political fallout would be, should they not? Right. That's scary. Vice versa. Yeah. It seems like the Democratic Party, the Demo- the blue states, mm-hmm. correct me if I'm wrong, okay. are holding on to tighter restrictions mm-hmm. or half-ass restrictions mm-hmm. 
just so that they can say that they they did what they had you know they did what they had to do okay which is good but they know if that they if they completely opened up mm-hmm. it would be an admittance that Ooh. trump was right okay Let me finish i will <laughs> and that is in that is at least shown maybe yeah. i'm interpreting this wrong okay that is at least shown in the very inconsistencies mm-hmm. in terms of what is allowed to have been opened and what isn't okay boy scouts weren't allowed to go and put flags on that's you vibrating bro it's my mom how far back <laughs> okay um the Boy Scouts were not allowed to go and put flags on the on graves of 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 soldiers on Memorial Day, okay, because of COVID, right? But other th- like other things are open, right? Okay, is that in blue states? It was in Washington. Oh, okay. I didn't know. Just yeah. asking. I it just trust me. That's where I'm. I'm. It's like there's a farmer. Like you can go Saturday, right? Uh-huh. And there's a there was ever since all of this opened, there's a farmers market. By Esther Short Park, open. Yeah. But fishing was closed. Okay. I'm just saying, like, you either, like, go full on, full out. Oh. Or these half, these, I don't know. I, Are I you just, saying New Zealand or Trump? <laughs> I mean, yeah, kind of. Yeah? Okay. Because I just, I feel like there's, I feel like there is political, I feel like there's, politi- right. I feel like there's political calculation. There, oh, of course it. there is. Of course, but I also feel like, like I I've been thinking a lot about like how Inslee's been handling this. Mm-hmm. Every governor, regardless of what you do, is getting dumped on. Yeah, that's part of the job of being executive. Dude, it's so annoying. I'm seeing like Washingtonians that I know on social media dumping on Brown, and I'm like, you don't even live there. Yeah, I don't get that. What are you talking about? Mm-hmm. Oh, it's so annoying. I have to like. I want to get like full blown J comment mode, but I'm just like, oh, just let it go, dude. Let yeah. it go. It's annoying. Mm-hmm. But Inslee, I feel like is at least it is all calculated. It has to be. But I mean, in this wave idea, right? Yeah. If everything, if the numbers are dropping, if people are abiding by the rules, mm-hmm. let's ease some of those restrictions to help the economy and to help people get back to work. Clark County has 65 cases at that food place. Food mm-hmm. processing plant. Did you hear about that? Yeah, I heard about that. It was 35, now 65 confirmed. Yeah. So Clark County's told, no, nah, you guys you guys got to wait. Mm-hmm. Because people aren't abiding by the rules. There are rules. If you follow those rules and everyone in it flattens that curve or lowers it, you know what I mean? Yeah. They're, they're, so I think there's a little bit of leadership there. I acknowledge this of, of their their letting counties maybe more rural who are less interacted with large populations kind of open up and those small businesses start to start to open up mm-hmm. but they're also having still restrictions. It's not like a free for all, no masks, no sanitizing, no nothing. But for the places in the counties that don't who are clearly with that food processing plant not abiding by anything, now it's screwed everybody. Yeah, I, I definitely. But you go into like Fred, you walk into Fred Meyer. There's, there's no mask or glove or there's no glove, glove or mask requirement. No. Why? It wasn't required. It's not required by the state. It was right. a guideline. Right. But guidelines are like how you should act. It's a normative statement okay, instead of a positive you, statement. If you, what did you say? A guideline and what? 
requirement. A requirement. So if the state requires you to go, if you go in public, you wear a mask. You are required to. Yeah. People are not willing to give up their rights for those for that. It's a social contract you sign. When you when you're an American, uh huh. The government is America. Mm-hmm. And that's another contradiction you see all the time. Yeah. Is like the government and authority you abide by and you respect that authority mm-hmm. until you deem something out of line. And then it's yeah, then it's like I like it's it's like it's I love my country but I hate my government. It's like <laughs> what? You're the 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 idea of the nation state is codified in a yeah. government. Oh yeah. Like an agreed upon government. Mm-hmm. Anyway. Well, just, I mean, like, like Costco. Costco's requiring you to wear masks. Yeah. People are still going to Costco. Yeah. And guess what? I don't have a mask. So I haven't been going to Costco. Mm-hmm. What I have been doing is the the pull up, the shopping. They'll shop for you. Mm-hmm. You pull up at Freddy's. They'll throw your groceries in the back and you drive off. Not going into the store. Not interacting. Not touching people. Not having to wear a mask. Yeah. Because I just stay in my car. Mm-hmm. There's choices. That's the beauty of this America is the freedom to choose. If you don't want to wear a mask, don't go to Costco. Just don't. If you you need to go to Costco, what a first world problem. <laughs> <laughs> I must go to Costco. I need 40 yeah, rolls but, of toilet paper. But isn't, go, isn't Freddy's not allowing... Freddy's not allowing... Freddy's not requiring masks. No, they're not. Then putting everybody else at risk because you could still interact with somebody who went to Freddy's and contracted it by Freddy's. But that's my choice. Well, I guess it isn't my choice to interact with people. Yeah. Because I'm still working. Yeah. Right. A driver could have gone to Freddy's that didn't require to wear a mask. That's my point is that it's the most of, I I understand they're doing what they can. Mm Mm-hmm. But it's. I understand that they're doing what they can to limit how many people are going to be be infected. Right. But I just. It I, just I think it's it, interesting. You're all or nothing. It just. Well, it just it it just seems. It, I'm not. It's not saying it necessarily has to be all or nothing. Right. Although I think that's what it sounded like I was arguing yes. for. But as I'm talking this out, I don't think I meant it that way. <laughs> okay. Or at least I'm changing. That's how fine. I meant You're allowed it. to. Okay. Um, I just, I question the, in, the, incons- the inconsistencies in what is allowed and what isn't mm-hmm. allowed. It seems to be just, maybe it's not politically calculated but as Ob- but as president obama said if there's one like covid has pretty much undone this th- this is a close quote but he said like it's pretty much undone the the notion that the people that we the people that are in charge have any idea what they're doing mm, i agree i agree and i think Inslee has tried to do his best to to navigate through that but I think the inconsistencies in what he's allowing to be open and what he's not allowing to be right. open are political calculations. I think that's that's the 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 main point there is is it's not so much what is or what isn't, but why. Mm-hmm. That's what's frustrating. Yeah. Is like why? What is the motive? 
I mean, I kind of questioned this last time, but I mean, you follow some money and it leads to some sketchy places. <laughs> um, but what is the motive? Why? Why? Are, why is this allowed? Why isn't this allowed? Why is this? Why is this encouraged and this not? Mm-hmm. You know. I don't know. It's none of us have been able. None of us have lived through a pandemic. None of none of us sure. knew how to. Nobody knew how to handle it. Um. So it's like. I don't know. I, I just am. I don't. I just. The world is going to look so different mm-hmm. on the other side of this, mm-hmm. and I don't know where. I don't know where it comes from, or what we do. But damn, I'm ready for it to be over. Uh, me too, man. And one thing I will say is like, if if it's if it's if a place is asking you or requiring you to wear a mask, how hard is it to wear a mask? Yeah, I mean, I went in a craft warehouse the other day um, to get something for my photography, and mm-hmm. it's like they 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 ask like, please wear a mask. Mm-hmm. And so I went back to my car and I had one. I put one on. Right. It's like if, yeah, I mean, it's it's a private business. Right. Like I don't wear one when I'm at when I was working at Fisherman's. I didn't wear one. Right. Um. But yeah, I don't know. I I just just the the amazing lack of just the amazing lack of leadership. Yeah throughout this whole process everywhere everywhere <laughs> is so frustrating yeah in the in the lack of cooperation the lack of understanding that just because you don't think that there's a need for a mask or you don't think that there's you think that all of this is stupid or even if you think this is a hoax or trump doesn't wear a mask i don't have to wear a mask your fellow americans may think different do there's many of, of your fellow americans who think differently than you don't you owe it to them to at least show some level of care? Nope, you think for, differently. For their feelings? You're wrong. Or we are so... We're just so damn divided mm-hmm. on this... On everything. Po- everything, but it comes <laughs> down to, dude, what do you... What... Is it an R or a D yeah. next to your name? What team are you playing for? Dude... It's that, 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 that stance should stay in sports and only sports hate the fans of your other team, loathe them, want to watch their tears. (laughs) But when you bring that into like the government and your life and leadership, it's so gross. It's dangerous. Mm -hmm. And we're learning that. And I think that that's one thing I was thinking about when we were talking about the positivity of the internet and like people and humanity. And you were talking about empathy and compassion. Like there just when you're going when you're seeking to be a troll and you're trying to put somewhere on blast, mm-hmm. that's not that's just a gross way to behave. Yeah. And and people reacting calmly and positively just like, "Okay, ma'am, I'll give you anything. I can give you the corporate number. I'll let you have my name. Like yeah. do what you need to do." Mm-hmm. But this is our policy. I'm sorry. I You just instantly... And you and I have talked a little bit about this before. But when you victimize people, they gain sympathy. Mm-hmm. So if, if the managers would come out and be like, F you, get the F off our property. Now, her point kind of looks a little yeah. made. Mm-hmm. Right? But because he was so calm and so accommodating, you're like, dude, what is this lady's problem? Yeah. But there's a lesson to be learned there as far as like... 
the uh, uh, as simple as just saying okay i'll wear a mask but also just like listen we're all in this together man and if we are not working together we will not get out of this together mm-hmm. so just work with one another yeah i mean you could just you can honestly just say like well you know we're we're trying to protect we understand that you don't want to wear a mask or you can't wear a mask but we're trying to protect our employees right right in their choice to remain healthy. Right. And that's huge. Or limit the risk. Limit the risk while they're at our place of business mm-hmm. from contracting this disease. Right. And like that's, I, a, that's a great point. I applaud companies for doing that. Yeah. So they're there. If you say, you know, look, our goal here is to protect our employees and you go in and you're like, screw it. Like you're blatantly like, uh, I'm not wearing a mask in your facility, even though you're requiring it. Like what is now? What does that say about you and your feelings towards people who work there? When the goal is to protect the people who work there, it's all about her getting her avocado. Yeah. Oh, you know what an avocado is? I do. <laughs> Dude, I love C. I love CJ's thing. Safeway doesn't allow you to type in the code. You actually get dinged if you type in the uh, if you type in the code. What do you mean? Um. So how like, do you do it? You have to look it up in the computer. You get dinged. Yeah, if you every time you type in a code, uh-huh. it registers uh-huh. with how they watch you. Uh huh. And if you type in the code, you get in trouble. What? Yeah. That makes no sense. Zero sense. Don't you think that would be faster? <laughs> <laughs> that, yeah. No, I'm sorry. Like that place. <laughs> yeah, it was the best. Uh, I gotta go to work. All right, man. Thank, Thank you. you. Thank you. You're built for this. I'm, and you're built for this. All right, let's do it. All right. Bye. Bye. <sighs> Say what you mean. Thank you.